What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Monday, December 18th. It's a brand new week. We got a fresh start. We are exactly one week away from Christmas. Next Sunday, when the Dolphins take on the Cowboys, it'll be Christmas Eve. I hope all of you are going to have fun next weekend. Friends, family, whoever is closest to you, enjoy these holidays. Now, why do I have that extra pep in my step? Even though I'm not taking any steps right now, sitting on a chair. Actually, the chair kind of makes a little noise, too. Maybe I'll buy a new chair. If DK Metcalf scores tonight, I'm going to buy a new chair. Now, you might have just tuned in, and you're like, what the heck does DK Metcalf have to do with you buying a new chair? Well, I'm going to tell you. See, things have, things have escalated a little bit. It's been a very busy morning. It was a busy Sunday. It was a busy Saturday. It was a busy birthday week and weekend of celebrations. And thank you to all of you who sent me tweets, messages on IG, um, maybe some letters I haven't received yet. Thank you very much for the birthday wishes. It was a very nice birthday. Friday, NYY steak, great meal. Thursday went to Joe's. Saturday went to Gulfstream Park, Christine Lee's, amazing Chinese food. Last night went to Prime Italian in Miami Beach. Oh, my gosh, the meatball, the chicken parm, the spicy rigatoni, the spaghetti carbonara, actually angel hair carbonara, the Caesar salad, the garlic bread with cheese dipped in marinara sauce, the desserts, the fried Oreos, the apple pie with ice cream. The Little Debbie cake, which was like Big Debbie. Oh, it was amazing. And on top of all of that, not only did the Miami Dolphins yesterday get a victory. Victory! But tonight, I am going to get another one. What a ride this has been. And the ride is not over. If you recall... Or maybe you're brand new. You tune into me right now for the first time. You're like, who the heck is this guy? He's all excited. What's going on here? Well, we're all supposed to be entertained. That's the point. I don't come on here to scream and fetch and get in a bad mood. You're here because you want to be entertained. You want to have fun. You want to chill out in your car or your office cubicle, your bathroom. Right now, maybe you're doing a one, a two, whatever it is. A three. Is there a three? If there is, I don't want to know what it is. Anyhow, last week on the Hard Rock Bet app, I put in a $200 six-player anytime touchdown parlay. And all six won. I was rolling with Raheem last Monday night. He was the final piece of my parlay. Hard Rock offered me a buyout last week, my $200 bet. Potentially paid $26,800. That's a lot. They were offering me, I want to say like 10000 I don't remember, nine or 10000 I was like, I'm not taking that. You guys need to really up that offer. I'm not taking that. I was rolling with Raheem 
and Raheem scored, and I got 26800 Thank you very much, Hard Rock Bet. So, after that, and that got a lot of publicity, tons on Twitter, everywhere, even on NFL Network. So, after that happened, everybody starts coming my way. Oh my gosh, I need your next parlay. Please give me the picks. I need this. I need that. I said, all right, this time I will release my six-player anytime touchdown parlay before the game start. I was getting birthday gifts. I said, you know what? For my birthday, I'm going to give everybody a gift, and I'm going to go ahead and release it. I'll tweet it out Saturday morning before the game start so you got time to put it in. My six-player anytime touchdown parlay had Joe Mixon on Saturday. He scored. Jameer Gibbs Saturday night, he scored. So now I go into yesterday with three more players. Raheem Mostert, he scored. Debo Samuel, he scored. And Cooper Cup, Stafford deep to Cooper Cup, touchdown, he scored. So now I am five for five yet again. Tonight, I got DK Metcalf. And DK Metcalf, money Metcalf. He's going to get in. My wager, it was for $600. I said, I'm, I'm going higher here. So I put in a six-player anytime touchdown parlay for $600. Because I said to myself, you know, last week I bet 200 If I would have bet 800 I would have won 100 Gs. So I put it in for 600 bucks. When DK Metcalf scores tonight, my 600, it turns in to $58,500. Now that's a nice chunk of change. Now the Hard Rock Bet app, they started offering me a buyout. And a lot of people tailed me on this. A lot of people. So there are many people in Florida and even outside of Florida who have the same exact parlay that I put in. They said, hey, we saw you go six for six last week. We believe in you. And you should. Anything I say on this show, you should believe in. So now I'm five for five. Tonight will be six for six. The Hard Rock Bet app is offering me, they started this morning at $16,000. I said, come on. Is this a joke? I'm alive for $58,500. You're offering me $16K? Then I saw the offer go up to $17K. I'm not taking that. Then, a couple hours later, I saw the offer go up to $21,000. We're getting closer, but no. I'm not taking that. Deal or no deal? No! Absolutely not. No deal. Now, you may be asking, what's the number they would have to get to for you to take a deal? That number would be 30, 30K. 30K, I'll take it. But they're not going to offer me 30K. So here's what we're doing. And you can be part of this. What we're doing is, I told them, not only am I going to take your $58,500. 
I am going to have as many people as I possibly can. All the people that tailed my play. I'm going to have them come tonight and watch the game with me at the Hard Rock Sports Bar, which is there inside Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. It's right next to Hard Rock Live. So I'm going to be there tonight. And if you want to come out and you want to watch DK Metcalf score and I go nuts, have at it. Be there tonight if you made this parlay the same way I did. Come on out there tonight and we watch Metcalf score together. We go nuts together. It will be a fantastic night inside the Hard Rock. Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Their sports bar. I hope we get to celebrate in the first quarter. But if it takes until the second quarter, no problem. If it takes to the third quarter, no problem. If we have to wait until the fourth quarter, no problem. If we got to wait until overtime, no problem. I don't care who the starting quarterback is. Geno Smith, Drew Locke, it doesn't matter to me. As long as I got a healthy quarterback throwing the ball to DK Metcalf, I'm good. And if you put that play in, you're going to be good too. So many messages. Slater, I want to pay for your picks. Where can I pay for your picks? Where can I buy your picks? We'll get to that in a few days. Right now, Metcalf in the end zone, and we're having a lot of fun. And if you're not into any of that, don't worry about it because I'm not going to go on here all day long the entire hour talking about it. I promise I won't. Will I interject with it? Of course. But a lot of people now are tuned in because you want to hear my picks, selections, my my thoughts. Before I get to the Dolphins, let me say one more thing about it. What I'm doing is so much better than what 99% of the radio hosts do on their show. Hey, we're going to bring on this guy from this website, and he's going to say who you should sit and start today in fantasy football. Get out of here. I've never done that. I never will. I'm not trying to brag a whole lot. I'm really not. I'm just giving you facts. I'm being 100 with you. And what I'm doing right now People are jumping on board with. I'm doing it myself. Just like I watch the games myself and I go to games myself. I don't need writers coming on here every day to fill time. That's, I was going to say that's junk. It's not, the writers are not junk. We got really good writers in South Florida. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them. We have really good guys and, and really good women in sports media here in South Florida. Not all of them, but again, some of them. And I'm cool with mostly all of them. In the past, have I gone off on people? Absolutely, because they deserved it. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool with everyone. At least I think I am. But the radio hosts, and I'm cool with some of them. Some get into like a whole competition. I'm not about that. But I know what a junk segment is and what a non-junk segment is. I know what filling time is. And what not filling time is. And I know there's a lot of hosts who just don't want to do any work. Oh, I'm going to bring on this person. Every 15 minutes, they got a different person so they don't have to do anything. They don't have to do show prep. 
what I'm giving you here and what I will continue to give you here is top-notch info. I'll give you, of course, the Slater's Scoop. And now we even get to have more fun with the Hard Rock Bet app. And I'll say it again, that is not an advertisement. At least not yet. Maybe soon, but not yet. We got a lot coming up here. 2024 is going to be amazing. Not only for me, but for all of you. The holiday is amazing. Hanukkah's over now. Christmas is coming. It's a Victory Monday. Victory! It's just good times. And Victory Monday, I've done that now 10 times this season. That's a good thing. That means the Miami Dolphins have hit double-digit wins. They're 10-4. and four. Thankfully, they bounced back and destroyed the New York Jets. J-E-T-S! Sup, sup, sup! That was fun to watch. The Dolphins get out to an early lead and simply cruise. There was a very small part of me that thought towards the beginning, hey, look, this is the Dolphins and Jets. Anything can happen. But it was 24 nothing at the half. The second half was a big nothing on offense, but the Dolphins' defense was dominant. And here we are. The Dolphins are in position to make a move. It's the week of Christmas, and everything the Miami Dolphins want, it's right in front of them. And that is what I want to talk about this hour. But I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. The playoffs start now. Not in three weeks. Because if the Miami Dolphins want to make serious noise, they got three playoff games. They just won on Sunday. That was yesterday. Now, they could end up a 13-win team. And if the Miami Dolphins end up as a 13-win team, that means they get a bye week. That means the road to the Super Bowl, it goes through Miami Gardens. How many years? Have Dolphins fans waited to hear that? The road to the Super Bowl goes through Miami Gardens. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. That's right there for the Dolphins. All they got to do is go out and take it. It's right there. Here here you go. You can have it. You just got to take it. If the Dolphins treat the next three games like they're playoff games, if they win them all, listen to me again. The road to the Super Bowl in the AFC goes through Miami Gardens, Florida. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. These games are so vital. If the Dolphins want any shot at the number one seed to avoid a potential trip to Baltimore in late January to avoid any trip to Kansas City. What do they have to do? 
win the next three games. You got to at least beat Baltimore New Year's Eve. They're going to play the team they're in direct competition with in two weeks. And then, of course, the matter of the division, the Bills, they look dominant. They destroyed Dallas yesterday in a game where Josh Allen didn't even do much. He didn't have to do much. The Bills crushed them. So they keep their division hopes alive. But everything for the Bills is contingent on Week 18 at Hard Rock Stadium. But again, the same goes for the Dolphins. Just win these games. You win these games, you win the division. And you have the number one seed in the AFC. You got that bye week. And the road to the Super Bowl goes through Miami Gardens, Florida. Yesterday's game to me, it wasn't extremely exciting. I mean, there's not much to it. We know the Jets are horrific. The Dolphins took care of them. Bradley Chubb was fantastic. Jalen Waddle had a big catch. Tua was fine. Mostert's a machine. Rolling with Raheem. It was a nice bounce back win. You could use all of those as headlines. But the bigger point is, if the Dolphins didn't just handle business yesterday, if they didn't go out and beat the Jets, all of these other things would not exist. In order to provide the opportunity that the Dolphins have right now, they had to win that football game yesterday, and they did so professionally. There was a lot of worry before that game. I bring the game up, and I bring up what if they would have lost because last week I came on here, and people all around South Florida are like, oh, my gosh, you know, this Jets game, it may not be easy as, as we once thought. The Dolphins could lose this game. They were reeling from their Monday night embarrassment at the end, blowing it against Tennessee. Tyreek Hill's not going to play. The Dolphins could have folded. A team with less character, less heart, and less talent, if, uh, if that team were really fraudulent, there were enough excuses for them to fold yesterday. But instead... The Dolphins went out there, they respected their bad opponent, and beat them soundly. And by doing that, it opened the door to a lot. So that is why I call yesterday's game a professional win by the Miami Dolphins. You can make fun of the Dolphins' victories from the season all you want. What is that going to do? Hey, they haven't played anyone. It's not their fault. A team shows up, it's on the schedule, the Dolphins play them, it's all set by the NFL, it's not set by the Dolphins on a weekly basis, and the way the last three weeks, these last three games coming up, the way it's all shaped up, there's there's no more, oh yeah, they didn't play anybody, because <laughs> while the Cowboys had a bad game yesterday, we know not to underestimate them. Dak and the Cowboys are more than capable of a Christmas Eve W in Miami Gardens. The Dolphins know they got to watch out. We all know how good Baltimore is. Trevor Lawrence was garbage last night, but Baltimore, they're really good. 
We know how Buffalo is. Buffalo was going down, and now oof, Buffalo's trouble. So if the Dolphins are going to get in, if they're going to be a high seed, if they're going to have a home game, if they're going to have a bye week, they're going to earn it. That's what the next three weeks will be about, earning their place, earning that spot, and proving themselves, and that's because there are zero more easy games on their schedule. Zero. Even come playoff time, there's nothing easy here. Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo, and then the playoffs? Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? There's no more easy. And here's a place that the Dolphins deserve credit. Nobody brings this up. At least I don't think so. The longest losing streak of this year's Miami Dolphins team, it's one. That's it, one. Every game they've lost, they have immediately bounced back. You want to talk about high character, a high character team? To me, that is a trait of a high character team. You lose, you immediately bounce back with a win. You don't let that loss linger. The win doesn't have to be pretty. They all don't have to be perfect. But you don't stay down. The Dolphins may get knocked down from time to time, but they get right back up. That is a huge trait for a team. And this Dolphins team, they've got that trait. If that trend finishes through the season, that's a big move by Mike McDaniel to build up his team's mental toughness. Sure, you could say, come on, Andy, the Jets are so bad, and they are. doesn't matter who their quarterback is. Their offensive line, it's offensive. <laughs> Zach Wilson, I don't need to kick the dude any further than he's been kicked, but how do you say he's not a bust? It's not like he's the only bust ever, but he's a bust. It's not a second guess. It was a first guess. It's unanimous. We all know Zach Wilson isn't good. That's the beginning, middle, and end of the story. Yesterday, to start the game, Zach Wilson having the football, that was the Dolphins' best offense. Who needs Tyreek when the other team has a turnover machine? The Jets have somebody running backwards with no judgment. Just awful. Yeah, Tyreek, you want to sit out? All good. There's other players I need to bring up here on the Miami Dolphins. I got a lot of Dolphins material in front of me. I got tons of notes in front of me. I got a lot going on. I'm going to be at the Hard Rock Sports Bar tonight. Come on out. Watch DK Metcalf score. The six-player anytime touchdown parlay will come in tonight. Be there. Hard Rock Sports Bar next to Hard Rock Live. I will be there. We'll have a great time. And then come on out tomorrow night to the Poker Room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. The last two months, we've had more than $30,000 in there. It's just $250 to buy in. Cards are in the air at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. You could register until 9.30 p.m. Fight for second place because I feel like I am going to take first for the fourth time in 12 months. But don't worry. Second place, 
It pays plenty of money. Tomorrow night, cards in the air at 6. You could register until 9.30 p.m. It is the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament. That's mine. $20,000 minimum in the prize pool. It all takes place tomorrow night in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Dolphins dismantle the Jets and everything is in Miami's hands, just like it was before they played the Jets yesterday. In their hands, went out, they get that first round bye. Super Bowl in the AFC runs through Miami Gardens, Florida, Hard Rock Stadium. Yesterday's game, eh, not so exciting, but hey, you'll take it as a Dolphins fan. 30 to nothing went over the Jets any day of the week. Give it to me. Who gets credit yesterday? Normally, we're talking about Tyreek, Tua, Raheem Mostert. I think we got to give some credit to Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb balled out. And he's been playing a lot harder since Jalen Phillips has been out. Basically, trying to pick up that slack. That's his boy. That's his pass rush partner. He's not there. You got to do, like, double work. Yesterday, what I saw from Bradley Chubb, I think that's what all Dolphins fans and also Chris Greer envisioned what he would bring to this team when they traded for him. He was living in the backfield. Big, impactful plays. He made the day a nightmare for whoever was back there for the Jets. Wilson, Simeon, whoever you wanted to put in, it was going to be a bad day for him. Tyreek, obviously he's not getting credit. He didn't play. And maybe we credit Mike McDaniel for that. I think Tyreek was probably more hurt than we thought. And there's a huge strategic advantage to having it be a game-time decision where he's out there warming up. Tyreek commands so much attention. Doesn't matter if he's on one leg or two. Tyreek brings attention. So when it's said Tyreek might play. He's going to test it out pregame. And he's out there pregame. You got to think the game plan by the Jets, it's got to include Tyreek, doesn't it? And that probably took up a lot of their week. We even saw him use as a decoy at times on Monday night. Just gut out a few big plays, be out there. Tyreek, if, if he was Close to 100%, he would have played. But I think Mike McDaniel and Tyreek, they get together, of course, and say, look, we're taking on the Jets. We got this. Rest up. We need you for Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. Then you ball out. We all ball out. You get a week off after that. As far as 2,000 yards goes for Tyreek, look, if you want to set a record that no one – has ever gotten before not being healthy of course is going to hurt and especially against the Jets he probably could have dropped 150 that might turn out to be the difference maker not playing yesterday but it's an individual record it's way more important for the Dolphins to be ready for these final three games 2,000 yards it would be special it still could happen But now, with one fewer game, he's at 1542 right now. 
and three games left. So it's a steep mountain to climb. Needs about 150 a game the rest of the way to get there. And I'm sure he's not going to be 100%. But as long as he's able to be out there and be himself, it's still possible. And if it does happen, nobody's going to be able to come out and say, oh, he did it in 17 games. No, he missed the game. And heck, he missed like half of the Monday night game too. But playing in 16 games, Tyreek would get that 2,000 if possible. It wouldn't be 17. It would be 16. And if you want to talk about breaking records, how about Raheem Mostert? My dude, Raheem Mostert. Rolling with Raheem. No Miami Dolphin player has ever scored more touchdowns in a season than Raheem Mostert. And no touchdown was more impactful than the one last week that won me 26K. So Raheem Mostert is a first ballot Andy Slater Show Hall of Famer. You will never hear a bad word about Raheem Mostert on this show. It has been banned. He could go out there and fumble nine times in a game. I will not mention it. I will not badmouth him. Raheem Mostert, he is the man. And by all accounts, he's a good dude, good in the community, good with me, got me 26K. He's the Dolphins' all-time touchdown leader for a single season. He is a machine, and they should use him more. Devon Achan, he was out there, but Raheem, he is just a beast. And they're going to need him. They're going to need Achan, too. They're going to need everybody. You could talk about next man up. Tyreek, for him, there's no next man up. Jalen yesterday was great. He had a beautiful touchdown, but Jalen's not Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek isn't healthy, if he's not locked in, if he doesn't play well, the Dolphins won't do anything. It's not even up for debate. There's a reason a guy who plays a position that doesn't win the MVP is in the conversation for MVP. Tyreek is that different. He's that much that dude. Yes, you can beat the Jets without him because the Jets are bad. That game was over after the first touchdown, which was caused by the defense putting the Dolphins on the doorstep. But against anyone good, the Dolphins need Tyreek Hill. So it's not going to be a narrative of next man up here. Here comes uh, Craycraft, Barrio, Cedric Wilson. Who needs Tyreek? No. Tua needs Tyreek. Dolphins fans need Tyreek. The organization needs Tyreek. He's a hugely important player, and I just want to make sure his worth is not downgraded at all because of that popular expression, next man up. There is no next man to what Tyreek Hill does. That is why he gets all the money. That is why he is a superstar. Like, can we say Tua? Tua a superstar? We still have this up and down conversation about Tua. I want to talk about Tua. I want to talk more Dolphins. And I want to talk about another superstar, Jimmy Butler. I'll do that in a little while because I was there uh, Saturday night. The Kaseya Center, downtown Miami. Watching that buzzer beater. Oh, my. What a finish. What a game against the Bulls. So I'll get to more Dolphins. I'll get to the Heat. 
Saturday, I got to Gulfstream Park. What a day of racing action. I actually did really well there. It's been a good birthday week, weekend. Nice birthday celebration. It'll continue tonight with a DK Metcalf touchdown. But I had a great time at Gulfstream Park. We ate at Christine Lee's, the Chinese restaurant. Oh, delicious. Wagered. Watch the races live. Gulfstream Park's got their championship meet going on right now. Live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the championship meet, that means the best of the best. The best horses in the world, the best jockeys in the world, the best trainers in the world. They're all there at Gulfstream Park. The championship meet, it's a great time to go out to Gulfstream, especially if it's your first time. You could go to the trackside restaurant, 10 Palms, get yourself a table, watch the races live right in front of you. And if you want to wager, you can bet as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Head on out to Gulfstream Park for the championship meet, live racing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For the stake schedule, to make reservations, visit GulfstreamPark.com. And then maybe I will see you very soon in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. Do you know how to know Tua is good when he's not the story at all? When he just does his job and he leads the team, the Dolphins win. When no one talks about him, when other parts of the team can shine, because we already know what Tua is, the Miami Dolphins, they do very well. I think the ability to have a quiet game where you're 21 of 24 for 224, touchdown pass and no picks, where you're super efficient and we're not really talking about you, that being Tua, that, that means you know he's good. Because it's basically like we expect that from him. Yeah, Tua was 21 for 24. Well, of course he was 21 for 24. He's a very efficient quarterback. A year ago, if he went 21 of 24, we're doing a whole hour on that. But not now. Because Tua has become that dude. We know what Tua is capable of. So now... He's 21 of 24, no picks, a touchdown, two, two, uh, 124 yards. Yeah, that, that's that's Tua. We still hear talk. I mean, my friends say, too, he's not the, he's not the real deal. He's not going to be the guy. You know what? If he's got a bad game, do I second-guess it in my mind? Of course, but I think we got to be over that. That one pass he had early, that was a beauty. It was a lot more beautiful, his throw to Jalen Waddle, than it was me seeing Stephen Ross and Tom Garfinkel do the Waddle in their box. Tom Garfinkel sitting next to Stephen Ross, waddling. <laughs> I don't know Tom Garfinkel personally. Tom knows who I am because of the... Slater's scoop. But you're sitting in the owner's box. If, like, you got the owner dancing next to you and you see that, you kind of got to dance too, don't you? And it just looked kind of goofy. It, it looked all weird. Stephen Ross is doing the waddle, and then Tom Garfinkel next to him. Oh, I got to do the waddle. 
if the boss is doing the waddle, I got to do the waddle. I don't know. It just it looked really weird. The play though that they were waddling about, that was not weird at all. That that was just it, it was a beauty, a fantastic pass. It was really cool to see. Much cooler than the boss and TG uh, doing the waddle in in the box. Like I'll be in the press box on Sunday. I'll be there at Hard Rock Stadium watching the Dolphins and the Cowboys. I got to start getting to these games. You know, it's it's prime time now. Cowboys, Dolphins, I'm still trying to see if I'm going to go to Baltimore. I know I should, and I might. It's New Year's Eve. It's just a difficult decision, but I want to go to Baltimore. The Buffalo game probably won't be there for that, but then hopefully the Dolphins have a bye week and then all the games, or at least two of them, at Hard Rock Stadium. And if they don't have a bye week, I'll go on the road. I'll go watch them on the road. Playoff time, I got to be there. I was there for the Panthers, traveled with them. I was there for the Heat, traveled with them. I mean, not like with them on their plane, but you get the point. It's all about South Florida. You got to go to these big events. Not just cheap events where somebody pays you to go, oh, hey, uh, go do a show from out there, and nobody cares about it. You got two boxers you've never heard of, and nobody's going to watch the fight. I'm not going to that. I'm not bringing you junk here on the airwaves. I came to you live from Vegas. I came to you live from Denver. I came to you from Kansas City for the Elite Eight. And I'll be coming to you from somewhere, wherever the Dolphins' playoff games are. Plural. Games, not just playoff game, playoff games. I was at the Kaseya Center Saturday night, and what a game I saw. For those of you who watched it on television or went as well, what a game you saw. I want to discuss the Heat and Jimmy Butler, and I'll do that in just a minute. I've been talking a lot about money and finances. Some of you are not smart with your money, or you think you are, but... mm, you got to double-check everything. Check in with Trajan Wealth. I've been telling you about Trajan Wealth for quite some time now. They're located locally in Palm Beach, and Trajan Wealth will help you design a plan based around your goals, your financial goals in life. Maybe your goal is you want to retire early. Maybe your goal is you want to take more vacations. Maybe your goal is you need to put a certain amount of money aside for kids or grandkids. Call Trajan Wealth. They know what they're doing at Trajan Wealth. They will get you on the right track, and they will design that plan based around your goals, which is the most important thing. It's holiday time. Give yourself a gift by calling Trajan Wealth. I'll give you the number in a second. Their website is TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or pick up the phone and call them, 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. Get a hold of Trajan Wealth now. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Jimmy Butler. Wow, what a freaking win that was Saturday night. I don't go to too many Heat games, but when I do, they are epic. That was part of my birthday celebration weekend. The Heat and Bulls, Jimmy gets the ball, takes it down the court. Bang, pandemonium. Just epic. And it's not talked about enough. 
but a great move by Eric Spolster. This guy's so good as a coach. It was a non-move by him, and he does this all the time. The game is tied. You get the ball. Do not take a timeout. Spo believes you should not take a timeout there, and I agree with him. Not that he cares I agree with him. I, I think he's right, though. Because all the timeout does is it gives the defense a chance to set it up or for the other team to sub somebody into the game. If you just get the ball and go with it, once you get the basketball like the Heat did, you run a good offense, which is what they did. You get up a shot right at the buzzer, which is what they did. And in that position, either you're going to win the game, as it did on Saturday night, or you're going to force overtime. More coaches should think like that. But so many take a time out there. Oh, let's talk it over. Why? Because that's like the thing to do. Everybody does it. One play left. Let's draw up a good play. Sometimes you don't have to draw up much. If the best player is on the floor and he's got the ball, he knows what to do. Is there any better play than that, just having your star player out there with the ball? The defense doesn't get to think about anything. The star knows the, the situation he's in. Jimmy Butler knew it, and he nailed it. If I'm a coach, that's exactly the way I do it, the way Eric Spolstra did it. And now Spoh's getting rewarded because not only did they get the win on Saturday – Tonight, we get a healthy Miami Heat. Bam and Tyler, they're ready. I can't remember the last time we had everybody playing. It's going to be good. I hope Bam and Tyler can stay healthy because with them and the Heat using that depth, using that depth off the bench instead of plugging holes, they should be really, really good. And Jaime Hawkins Jr., that dude is the truth. He might be the best rookie in the NBA. Not based on hype, just based on watching him play. He's special. I remember draft night. Not that I was so tuned in to the NBA draft, but when the Heat were up, when they were about to be on that clock, I was watching. You can follow the rest on Twitter. It's very easy. But I was watching. They take Jaime Jaquez Jr. And... The analysis, they were all saying this guy's NBA ready, and certainly is. The, the Heat scouting department nailed that. A great selection. All right, well, that's all the time I've got for this Monday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.